Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. A new year full of surprises. But one thing is always predictable. Postage costs go up. Stamps.com gives you crazy discounts of up to 89% off USPS and UPS services. So when postage goes up, your business will barely notice the change. Stamps.com is like your own personal post office, wherever you are. You can even take orders on the go with the mobile app. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. Schedule package pickups, automatically find the cheapest and fastest shipping options, and seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. There's even a supply store where you can stock up on mailing supplies, labels, even printers. Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses just like yours. All you need is a computer or phone and printer. Take a chunk out of your mailing and shipping costs this year with Stamps.com. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, plus free postage, and free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. Welcome in, everybody. Happy Friday and another edition here of Mean Streets powered by FTN presented by Game Plus Network. Chris Meany here with you. Thanks, as always, for taking the time to hang out. If you're watching here on Game Plus Network, a great lineup. you got the Pat Mayo experience happening next, followed by the game plan via Emery Hunt, an absolute ghost. Actually, you know what? Emery is the only guy, and I heard him, you know, yesterday I saw him on Twitter and I, and I reached out to him and I was going to clip one of the segments that uh, he had on this show about the Eagles. And of course, I'm talking Eagles off the top. I didn't actually plan that, but uh, I wanted to give some love to Game Plan on, on, on Game Plus Network because it's phenomenal. Emory Hunt is super sharp. He was the only guy to call the Eagles into the playoffs. I mean, I was sitting here saying that they'd be one of the worst teams in the league. And he talked a lot about Jalen Hurts and the rushing attack. And I saw him tweet yesterday uh, about Philadelphia and their run game. So Emory Hunt, Super sharp, not just because he called the Eagles. A couple years ago, he was all over James Robinson as well. Uh, do yourself a favor and follow Emory Hunt and check out the game plan on Game Plus Network that is happening a little bit later on this afternoon. Welcome in. Happy Friday, like I said. Uh, any questions, any comments throughout the show? Leave them there. If you're watching on Game Plus, head on over to our FTN YouTube page. Subscribe to our FTN Network YouTube page. And if you do have any questions leading into the weekend, it could be week 18 Football question, you can leave them there. Any season-long fantasy hockey stuff or NBA stuff, leave them there as well in the YouTube section and I the comment section that I will always get back. I always circle back uh, before. If you're watching live on our FTN YouTube page, well, welcome in. Again, smash that like button. I see some comments already flying through here. I love it. Absolutely love it. Fantastic. Starting to create a little bit of a family here, and I am a big fan of that. A lot to get to on the show. There's only two games in the NHL, but we do have some picks. And some props. Yesterday was pretty decent from an NHL pick'em standpoint. The shot props not so great. George, by the way, we're 0 for 2 when we clip my shot prop. 
something to keep in mind, right? Braden Point the other night, no dice. We did get Nazem Kadri with the assist prop in the last night. Clayton Keller didn't get that one as well. But it was a positive night over at FTNBets.com. We did win a few units. We had the Penguins win in regulation at minus 110. We had them win on the puck line at plus 145. We were on the Minnesota Wild at plus 145 as well to take care of the Boston Bruins. We didn't get the Florida Panthers. Tino, I don't think you have that fun graphic that George made in our Slack group, but dude, if you do, I mean, you can chuck it up because not to take shots in our guy, George. I did see a comment in the chat from uh, Alex Galvin um, saying lock of the day is George over four and a half Labats. Uh, Maybe last night after he got burned by the Florida Panthers, we were on the Panthers last night. They did come back. Uh, What a game between them and the Dallas Stars. If you were able to catch that game and watch the three-on-three overtime and then the shootout. It was phenomenal. There it is. Oh, baby. Um, Yeah, man. Uh, Not trying to take too many shots on you here, but yeah, fire the Panthers into the sun. Honestly, the Panthers have been really, really good to us uh, this season, but not last night. But you see there, Minnesota, Pittsburgh, and then uh, got burned by Florida. Tino Rodriguez is going to join us like he does all the time. There's a lot of games in the association. We're going to talk through the, some NBA picks, maybe some props. We'll take a look a little bit at Week 18 again. We did talk a lot about Week 18, but we do have the board we can bring up. I'd like to know some of your favorite picks as well uh, in the NFL this week. And we're going to do. We're going to have some fun here. It's a bit of an award show. Uh, we'll talk some. Some NFL awards, fantasy stuff, maybe fantasy MVP, fantasy playoff MVP, biggest bust, uh, biggest draft day steal. Just have some, try to have some fun here on a Friday, on a Labatt Blue Friday. Uh, yeah, last night was awesome. But before we get to that, uh, Tino, I don't even know if you brought up the the picks. We're still doing this. We still want you guys to give your favorite pick. This is your last chance for the week to give your favorite bet a chance to win an FTN, a betting package. Guys, we're up to, I think, 95 units in the NHL. The sides have been pretty good, um, real good lately, actually. 101 and 66, up 37 units on sides alone, up 55 units on props, negative uh, 1.23 on totals. We did get the Jets and the Avs last night over 6.5. So we're moving up, hopefully, on the total side. Totals are not fun uh, in the NHL. It's tough. I like, like team totals, but... I try to stay away from, you guys know I come in here with a couple of six and a half overs, but we've been hitting them pretty decently. But with the FTN betting package, you're going to get everybody's picks. You're going to get the Discord channel, all the picks across all the sports. You get some tools. Absolutely everything there. And we have given away a couple FTN betting packages already. And we're going to give another one away on Monday. All I'm asking for from you is your favorite bet of the day. We will uh, go over some of the winners from yesterday. Uh, I will have those winners yesterday put into a draw. In fact, I've just been putting some of the losers into the draw anyways. It's just the season still for me. Uh, I want to give away some betting packages. just want to show off what FTN is all about, man. The projections, the tools, uh, all kinds of greatness over there. Like it's golf season now. So we're giving away golf, like golf. Golf picks and you know NASCAR's around the corner. That's right, NASCAR picks as well, esports, all that good stuff. So if you're watching on Game Plus, head on over to FTN YouTube page in the comment section. Leave your best pick of the day. It doesn't matter what it is, a prop doesn't matter the uh, the odds. Don't care. Uh, just leave it there. And if you do win. And even if you lose, they'll probably put your name into the draw for Monday. And maybe next week we'll have to give away a DFS NHL package because, uh, yes, it was a good day on the betting side. But take a look at this. A great day for the FTN Daily NHL fam. Oh, baby, let's go. Javi Perlezzo, congratulations, dude. Uh, a second, a second ticket 
to uh, the finals, the the hockey finals, the fantasy hockey finals, the DraftKings hockey live final, which I believe is on his birthday. It's going to be a heck of a birthday. He took down that contest, as you see there, 244 points, 20K. Uh, and then he took down another one last night for 17K. So the 17K was the fantasy hockey world championship final. And then he took down another one for 20K. And then we had uh, Sharkbait44. Congratulations, dude. An FTN sub. He took down 20k last night um in the top shelf tournament and then i i guess i can pump my tires a little bit makes my 1k look a little uh a little small there compared to these guys but 1k myself a second place uh finish in there as well and that was all from the article as you can kind of see there the forward stack lines uh the forward line stacks there uh ftndaily.com we're taking care of uh the ftm fam every day with articles our favorite stacks uh we were all over the pens last night of course the avalanche and we'd like the new jersey devils and you look at those lineups that's uh that's in there as well and i agree gildan javi is by far the most uh versatile dfs player in the game uh, pga nascar nfl esports and uh you name it he's covering absolutely everything i really wanted to have him on the show today but he's a super busy guy i have him lined up for next wednesday so we'll bring him in on wednesday maybe just pick his brain a little bit on his dfs strategy across all of the sports <clears throat> excuse me live television we'll continue on uh and also like nascar is coming around the corner esports like we're gonna dive into a lot of those sports here on mean streets now that kind of football like i said uh is pretty much over but congratulations to javi to shark bait uh and also wanted to give some love to the FTN gold package. So the gold package gets you not only NHL, gets you the college sports, the esports, um, NASCAR, tennis, and a whole lot more. So if you head on over to FTNDaily.com slash pricing, look for the FTN gold package. You can use the promo code MEANY, save yourself 20%. It gets you in the Discord channel. We're having conversations in the Discord channel. I mean, Sharkbait. He, he thanked me this morning for the article, but honestly, the guy is super sharp. There's a lot of sharp guys in our FTN Discord channel as well, but we're all picking each other's brains and seeing what way we want to go. So uh, congratulations to Javi. Uh, congratulations to Sharkbait. Uh, it was a pretty solid day uh, for the NHL team. We will break. I wanted to get into the three stars of yesterday in the NHL and in the NBA. And one more plug here today, uh, ftnbets.com slash free. Sign up for our FTN newsletter. You're going to get all kinds of exclusives, exclusives with that uh, newsletter, including a free pick every single day. So why not? It's free ftnbets.com slash free. Check it out uh, and sign up for our FTN newsletter all right quick break and we will be back here to recap a little bit more from last night and we will get into tonight as well keep your lock mean streets continues here on game plus network welcome back to mean streets here on game plus and network chris Meany here with you and let's talk a little bit about last night some three stars let's start in the nhl something that we're going to continue to do on this show just kind of recap last night's uh you know superstars and what it means from a dfs or a fantasy and even like a betting perspective as well so we'll start in the nhl tino if you have that uh you have that handy we'll roll through that and by the way uh, I can't hear you either, so like, let's get on the same page there in the private chat. It's a Labatt Friday, uh, folks. Here we go. Gabriel Landeskog had the hat trick last night. Four points, two points on the power play, five shots. So he was in my lineup last night. He was in Habby's lineup, and he was in Sharkbait's lineup as well. So a pretty solid, you know, just that entire line in general, right? Miko Rantanen uh, and Nathan McKinnon. Like, Nathan McKinnon had the five-point night last night as well, so... 
We were all over those guys. My lineup last night, by the way, was McKinnon, Jack Hughes, Miko Rayan, and Jeff Skinner, Thomas Tatar, uh, Gravikov on the blue line, uh, had Radko Gudis and UC Soros, as you see there, um, and then Gabriel Landeskog. So two of the three stars of the night, a big part of our lineups last night. So for Brian Rust, I mean, my goodness, this guy is on an absolute heater, isn't he? Like, you can't be any hotter than Brian Rust. Last night, two more goals, three points. He hit the bar twice. He could have easily had a hat trick at a power play point, four shots on goal. We had the over two and a half shots. We had plus 225 for a point on this show. We had plus 140 for an assist. We got all of that last night. Nine goals and 20 points in 15 games this season. Seven goals and 11 points and 14 shots on goal in three games since returning to the lineup. Yes, Russ is really good. He's going to get paid. Uh, man, if he keeps this up, maybe Pittsburgh won't be able to afford him. He's an unrestricted free agent coming up. Jake Gensel on that line is really good as well. And credit to Sidney Crosby, right? The fellow Nova Scotian. I mean, honestly, this guy is like a human ATM machine. Whoever plays with Sid the Kid is absolutely getting paid. The guy is just so darn good at the game of hockey. And then UC Saros last night was the best goalie on the board. He made it uh, a night high, 46 saves, a 9.58 save percentage last night, two goals against a matchup against the Kings. This um, stat from, and I was going to look it up. I was going to do the work, but my guy, Adam Vingan, uh, a former colleague of mine over at The Athletic. He did all the work for me, so I'm going to give him some love. Adam Vinigan, who follows uh, the Nashville Predators and covers them for The Athletic, who just got bought by the New York Times yesterday, by the way. Uh, UC Soros in his past 51 games, 34 wins, number one in the NHL, a 2.07 goals against average, number four in the NHL, a 934 save percentage, first in the NHL, 42.19 goals saved above average, according to a natural stat trick. That is first First in the NHL as well. Uh, this guy has, and his even strike percentage, he also included it in his tweet, is 942. And you guessed it, number one in the NHL. You see Soros, man. Uh, shout out to Eric Young, his guy. Uh, he has been a phenomenal all these guys are owned, unfortunately. There's no real fantasy hockey spin there. Uh, but from a DFS standpoint, you continue to ride Russ. Landis Cog is the cheapest of the three on that top line. He gets no respect. McKinnon and Rantanen are always high-priced. Landis Cog last night, I believe, was 6-8 on DraftKings. And then uh, UC Saros, man. Like, this guy is never priced up as the most expensive goalie. He was 7-7 last night. And I just gave you the numbers over his last 51 games. He's been uh, the best uh, goalie in the NHL, in my opinion. Let's switch on over to to the NBA, and uh, here we go. Evan Fournier had a big game last night. RJ Barrett with the bank three uh, to, to burn Tino. We'll talk about that in a little bit, but 41 points, eight boards, and 10 threes for Evan Fournier last night. He is available in some fantasy basketball leagues. I know he's missed a little bit of time here and there. But he is available and an immediate pickup if you see him, I, I do believe, anyways, in your season-long formats. On the other side in that game, Jason Tatum had to give him some love as well. 36 points, 6 boards, 9 assists, and 6 threes. He was a little sluggish in his first game back uh, off the COVID list uh, a couple days ago, but not sluggish last night. And then Chris Paul, why not? Let's give some love to CP3. A triple-double last night, 14 points, 13 boards, and 10 assists. And you know what? I, I just was looking in um, to see how many triple-doubles he had, and I thought, Honestly, he had a little bit more than this, but 16 triple doubles. It's um, number 12 on the list of active leaders. I'm sure you guys can guess uh, who is number one in the chat. You're hanging out. Let's hear it. Who do you think is the, the number one active leader in the NBA in triple doubles? 
you know, let's we'll wait and we'll give you a second. I'm pretty sure you guys know uh, who it is. It's it's the guy who averaged a triple double <laughs> a couple of years ago. It's Russell Westbrook who leads the way with 184 triple doubles. Number two on that list among active players in the NBA, LeBron James. 99 LeBron James 99 he's got a he's I mean he's not gonna pass Westbrook that's for sure uh James Harden number three on that list with 58 Jokic 57 and then my guy Luca with 36 yeah you guys all knew Russell Russell you guys all knew uh Eric Rodman giving some love to the FTM betting package what is this FTM betting package is awesome too when I was in it I was in it. I, I know. Uh, you're crushing it, dude. You're crushing it with the bets. This guy's tagging me every single night with like some massive bets. Congrats, sir. Uh, you are absolutely crushing it, but you're giving some love to the FTN Discord uh, and the betting package, so we really do appreciate you as well. Um, that's it. That's all I have from, from last night's three stars. Uh, there were also you know a lot of other big-time performances last night in the NHL. Jack Hughes is on a hell of a heater. We talked about him yesterday from you know at any time point or just, you know, getting his three shots, and he got, we got lucky, we got his three shots, his third shot last night was an empty netter from his own end, uh, but he is, he's absolutely on fire, he's now over a point per game pace, he's been really, really good, Thomas Tatar on that line was pretty good, uh, pretty sneaky from a DFS standpoint as well, maybe not an immediate pickup, but, you know, you got your own Hughes, you own Jesper Bratt by now, but these two Devils guys are are absolutely feeling it right now, uh, in the NHL, and they're super, super cheap. That top line in Pittsburgh, uh, and then the top line in Colorado, of course. I mean, what are you going to say about those guys? They're amazing. Uh, $9,300 NHL goal scorer hit last night. Yes, dude, I saw it. Uh, Nate McKennett late to finish it off for you. Congratulations, sir. Hey, Russ, we need you for the win. Screw this, getting a triple-double. There's been a few games like that with Russell Westbrook, right? Missing rebound, missing shots and getting the rebound. He's not a terrific shooter. I, I think most of the FTN family is pretty hard on Russell Westbrook. I think the only guy that really likes him is Elliot Christ. Uh, you know, he's 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 an athlete. He's he's a baller, man. Like he's gonna go full tilt all the time. I certainly respect that. Uh, but he isn't a great shooter, and you know, it's kind of the Lakers really need a, a great shooter. It's it's not really what the Lakers needed. I, I didn't love that signing, and it doesn't look great uh, right now. Uh, we'll take a break. We'll bring in Tino. We'll talk a little NBA from last night. We'll talk some NBA tonight. I do have some NHL picks for you a little bit later on, but we'll also just turn the page for now and talk a little fantasy football and a little week 18 here on Mean Streets. Keep your locked. You're watching Mean Streets here live on a Game Plus Network. Chris Meany and Tino Rodriguez underscore on the Twitter machine. Uh, Tino, you and Benny, did, did you guys already do the, the week 18 betting show uh, yet? No, we did not. Not yet. Well, so here's the problem. There's no bets. There's no prop bets really out there right now. I know Only, uh, the Saturday tough. games. So we're trying to push it. We're going to record it after this and see if any of the markets are open. If not, it'll just be Saturday props because that's what's out there right now. But every game, every game right now has no touchdown scores. They have some player props, but no touchdown scores. So that's that's it's, our bread and butter. It's our bread and butter. You I, can't have the show without it, you know? I know. You guys have been killing it. I probably should have asked you before you came on if, if you had already done it, what your plan was. But I wanted to give yeah, you yeah. some love. Don't talk about it enough on this show. You guys have been um, absolutely crushing it. It's a fun show. It's free to check out, guys. Absolutely check that out. Um, and, you know, like we said all week, like week 18 is just – it's a crapshoot. I, I feel for the people who are actually playing fantasy football championships this weekend. It's just, um, it's it's really tough. If you guys are doing that, try to 
try, try to tell your commissioner not to uh, do that in the future, just to wrap it up before it happens, because we don't even know who's playing this weekend. As you said, there's no props usually on this show on a Friday. We come in here with some props. We come in here with some picks, but it's really tough to, well, we can't really find anything right now in prop world. No, yeah. Uh, I mean, I again, I just, I'll bet any touchdown scores. I just, they, there's <laughs> nothing there right now. I'll bet Saturday's game. It's okay, though. I'll, I'll find some games. I'm excited for that Eagles game. I keep telling you that. I, I love what a good are you backup thinking? matchup. What are you thinking? Philly covers that seven? Or what are you yeah, thinking? Yeah. I mean, yeah. like, yeah. look, if it's a preseason game, if it's Cooper Rush versus Gardner Minshew, it, straight up, I'd take Gardner Minshew over Cooper Rush based on style, mustaches, and just play style, you know, in general, <laughs> like two styles in there. But, yeah, the Eagles are home. You're getting seven in a preseason game. What the final? It's actually probably? changed quite a bit. I just looked. I thought it would change. It's four and a half Dallas now. Yeah, so you, yeah, you jump that on that sense. Philly seven yesterday would have been pretty nice. I'm yeah. not touching it. I'm not I could also tease the Eagles teams. too. That's something me and Benny do, and uh, we, we put out teasers along with props as well. I think if you bring uh, Eagles up to ten and a half, it's not a bad bet. I really think the final score is going to be like thirteen to seven. Uh, that's just where I'm gearing towards, like an NFC East. Preseason game is probably going to be thirteen to seven, so that's where my head's at. Probably will. All right, let's uh, let's have some fun here uh, with some fantasy football awards. Let's Mm -hmm. talk this out. uh, Have some fun here on a Friday. What do you want to do first? MVP? You want to talk just MVP? Which MVP? Fantasy MVP or playoff MVP? The the fantasy MVP. All right, let's look at the nominees here. And I'm sure we're going to have the same answer, but these are the nominees. So Cooper Cup uh, is right there on the board. And as of now, he is holding down what I am calling the NFL triple crown. He leads the uh, all wide receivers in catches this season with 138 with yards. 129 and touchdowns 15. He's looking to become the fourth wide receiver to lead the NFL in yards catches and touchdowns since the merger in 1970. He is two touchdowns up on Jamar chase. He is roughly 1300 yards up on Justin Jefferson, and he is 21 catches up on Devonte Adams. I think He's going to do it. <laughs> Jonathan Taylor in there as well. Had a monster season. Debo Samuel finishes a top three wide receiver. And then Mark Andrews is your tight end number one for the season. Actually just kind of snuck up down the stretch and was phenomenal. He led all tight ends and catches with 99 yards, 1,276 and touchdowns. He was tied with Hunter Henry and Dawson Knox with nine, but he is your tight end one. And down the stretch, Tino, this guy was awesome. Week week 14, 11 grabs, 115 yards and a touchdown. Week 15, 10 grabs, 136 yards and two touchdowns. And week 16, eight grabs, 125 yards and a touchdown. And it's worth noting that was it really Lamar Jackson throwing him the football over the past yeah. couple of weeks? Uh, so what do you think here? Is it just as simple as Cooper Cup or give him some love to some of these other guys? Well, so I will say, and I want to pat myself on the back, the only league I won was a dynasty league, and I have Cup, Taylor, and Mark Andrews. So it took literally a village wow. for me to win wow. one championship this year. That's the only league I was able to win and pull one out. Trophy will be here soon. I want to give flowers <laughs> to Mark Andrews, but – it's funny, like I'm over here thinking he scored so many touchdowns and he had such a great season. He only had nine. Travis Kelsey missed some games, had an uncharacteristic season, and still he has nine too. And so that just puts up the perspective how good he is. Um, but yeah, so a- Andrews gets some love. Debo, I think I'll give him an award later on. Uh, and, and in terms of MVP, I think it's the only two guys that can compete with Aaron Rodgers in the real life MVP award. It's Cooper Cup and uh, Jonathan Taylor. Um, I think the 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 fine line here is if it's redraft right i think if it's redraft you go 
I guess Dynasty too. Because you're getting Cooper Cup at a value in both those leagues. That's what makes him the MVP, right? I think I think Jonathan Taylor is kind of what we got advertised as. Like he was supposed to be Dynasty 1-1 this year, right? And he kind of lived up to that. He he was exactly that. Yeah, he yeah. was. So Debo actually finishes wide receiver too. So just to give you a little perspective of where these guys went, we'll talk through this throughout the show with some of these awards. But I'm looking at NFFC high stakes leagues and drafts from August 1st to the first week of September. So really, like, as drafts started to heat up, Cooper Cup was drafted as wide receiver 17. His ADP was 42. His min was 8. So somebody actually did take him in the first round. His max was 65. Imagine getting him with pick 65. For Debo Samuel, wide receiver 35. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, Protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you're ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. His min was 48 and his max was 127, but his ADP was 81. Andrews was drafted as a top five uh, tight end, really. And Jonathan Taylor was drafted as like a, a top 10 running back, but you probably got him, uh, you know, maybe even early second. Like that's certainly, that was possible. I know he went early second in some of my drafts as well. And he Mini, finishes. What, what's funny about RB1. Cup, what's, what's funny about Cup, even before this season, because Stafford came, and, and granted, we always kind of comment that Brooke Cromer was the one to be like, hey, Cooper Cup, him and Matthew Stafford have this connection. But like the mass was still kind of doing this thing that we did with Rams receivers in fantasy forever now it's like right Robert Woods and Cooper Cup we got to kind of rank them the same we don't know who's going to be better right and then the one year when Cooks was there it was Woods Cooks and Cub all in the same grouping and it's like pick which one you want right they're all going to probably do well like and Robert Woods was doing well this season but he was we won't be having that conversation next year right I gotta give a shout out to Brooke Cromer too right Brooke came on this show you were pretty you've been producing the show for me since you know day one here and and Cromer came on the show we had that conversation with her right and I'm such a Cooper Cup fan and I hardly had any shares of him like I have him in a dynasty Mm. league and I love it I I mean I'm never gonna sell high like he is what he is but he Mm. had a thousand yard campaign with Jared Goff he was just shy of another thousand yard campaign with Jared Cup. like we all kind of should have seen this coming like he had really good seasons with the Rams Sean McVay is a brilliant coach and you get the upgrade with Matthew Stafford at quarterback I know that he's had a lot of pick sixes and I think over only Trevor Lawrence has more picks than Matthew Stafford he's really tailed off lately but Cooper Cup in that offense with a better quarterback let's be honest it's an upgrade Goff over Stafford Let's be real. Um, and we probably should have seen that coming. I remember talking to Brooke, like, who's it going to be? Who's going to be Matthew Stafford's guy? And she said it on this show, Cooper Cup. It's going to be Cooper Cup. And I was like, you know what? All my drafts are over, and I don't have enough Cooper Cup. And then later on, we find out that, you know, they're having breakfast together, Stafford and Cup, and yeah. having lunches, and it's a big joke. Happy Perlezzo in the house. Dude, I don't know if you caught the first part of the show, but we gave you a lot of love on this mm-hmm. show. Congratulations. Uh, the GOAT, the multi-sport GOAT, man. Uh, we, we're, you're going to be on this show on Wednesday. We'll talk through your strategy. We'll talk some NHL. But Javi is doing NHL esports nascar's around the corner pga is there a sport that he doesn't cover i don't well, know well i'm man. laughing because we gave we gave javi love but because he tried to comment on my jones jersey i told him i'll make one deal with him it's that i'll take the jersey down the second the cowboys win a meaningful home game i think it's fair Hey-o. i think it's fair i think it's fair i think it's fair yeah 
I think it's fair too. Uh, man, not gonna lie, Happy really want the Cowboys as an Eagles guy. No, I'm just kidding. I don't really, I don't really want him. I might want that no. Buck squad. Uh, okay, so we're doing MVP. Everybody hanging out here. We're agreeing. It's Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup is the MVP. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's let's move on. What about fantasy football playoff MVP? What do we got here? You know Joe something? Wow. Yeah, you can go through the numbers, but I think what's crazy to me it's that, like, like I want to give it to either Bengal, but you probably had them together, and it's like, how do you how do you pick one of the two, right? I, I know Chase probably had more points, but one doesn't do it without the other, right? It's like I saw so many Burrow Chase stacks. It's like I want to give a share co MVP to the two of them. So if I can't pick one, I don't, I'm not giving out a co. Amon Ross St. Brown, I think, dropped the 40 bomb, didn't he? I mean, he finished out the season pretty well in the fantasy playoffs for some people. So uh, yeah, I, don't know. Me, I think I'm leaning St. Brown here. Yeah, let me, let me walk through the the four weeks here. So the final four weeks um, in, in fantasy, you know, obviously three of the four. You, even, the, even the four, right? The one is important before the playoffs to get in, and then obviously the, the last three are super important as well. So Joe Burrow, 111 fantasy points over the last four weeks. is just behind Josh Allen, uh, one fantasy point behind Josh Allen. Joe Burrow in week 14, uh, 14, 15, 16, 17 here. So 14, he has a monster, 348 yards, two touchdowns. In Denver, week 15, a bit of a letdown spot, right? In Denver's a tough place to play football, only has 157 yards and a touchdown. And here we go, week 16 against the Ravens, 525 passing yards and four touchdowns. Week 17 against the Chiefs, 446 yards and four touchdowns. So he's eight touchdowns, about 1,000 yards in his last two games of the season. Jamar Chase was actually behind Devontae Adams over the last four weeks. Adams had 96 yards. I know it felt weird to leave him off this list, but he's just a GOAT anyways. He's the man. Devontae Adams' last four weeks, who's not on this graphic, he had six touchdowns and he topped uh, 100 yards in three of the four games. But Jamar Chase had that monster um, week 16 game where he had 125 yards and seven grabs. And then against the Chiefs, he had 266 yards and three touchdowns. Uh, you mentioned Amon Ra St. Brown. Amon Ra is not not um like one and two but he's number four on this list beside cooper cup just behind him over the last four weeks he had 83 fantasy points over the last four in week 14 eight for 73 week 15 eight for 90 week 16 nine for 91 and a touchdown he also had a touchdown week 15 and then week 17 the 31 fantasy points eight for 111 and a touchdown and not doing it with uh you know his starting quarterback and then you got the the post hype sleeper right Rashad Penny like where has he been uh, and he is he was an absolute baller he was the number one running back over the last four weeks and it's not even close he had eighty three fantasy points in a half point setting number two was Najee Harris with ninety or with uh, sixty nine points excuse me so for Rashad Penny his last four weeks Tino against the Texans sixteen for one thirty seven and two touchdowns against the Rams tough go eleven for thirty nine. And then he bounces back in week 16, 17 for 135 and a touchdown. And against the Lions last week, 25 for 170 and two touchdowns. I agree. It's tough, right? It's like a, it's like almost like a one-two package with DeMar and with, uh, mm-hmm. with uh, Burrow. I had both in our FTN league, and I, I ended up getting by Tyler in the championship just from those two. But I think I got to give, I think I got to give it to Penny. I think I'm giving See, it to Penny. But here's the thing with Penny, though. How many people legitimately started him all those play during that playoff? I know. Run? Not many. I, even in the I championship. I sat game. him in. I sat him in one of my championships. That's kind of how I'm yeah. looking at it, and I feel like it. It was hard to trust him. Whereas, and, and then even with Burrow, like look at what Higgins was able to do a game before that. Right, Chase didn't necessarily pop off. 
I want to give love to Amon Ra because we talked about these, uh, you know, non-positional players, right? Where we have Debo and Cordero. He became that. He had a rushing touchdown against the Seahawks. Like, I think, too, if you look at his targets, like, people started him during that playoff run because of the, the 12 targets, 12 targets, 11, 11, 11. The final five games, no less than eight receptions, a touchdown in all but one game. You got this guy for free. You probably desperately needed him when you got him because of COVID issues. And you definitely started him. The only game you probably didn't start him was what? The one Tim Boyle game. And then after that, it's like, all right, we're starting this guy no matter what. He's quarterback proof. Uh, And we talked about him. We compared him kind of to early Allen Robinson, who we will mention later in the show as well. But I'm going to give love to someone who probably wouldn't give love. I'm going to give the playoff MVP to Amon Ross St. Brown. I think he deserves it. I faced him a bunch too. Yeah, it, it's it's well-deserving. All of these guys are well-deserving. It's tough to give it to the quarterback, right? I mean, a lot of great quarterback performances, yeah. even though Burrow was great over the last two weeks and Jamar had that big blow-up game. But you're right, Amon Ross St. Brown down the stretch. Uh, you know, a great waiver wire pickup too, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, n- nobody was nobody was drafting this. People drafted him, but they cut him early because he didn't really have mm-hmm. a, a significant role. But down the stretch, man, uh, there's a lot. there was a lot of great rookie performances that we'll be talking about next year, right? Like mm-hmm. Pitts doesn't have a bunch of touchdowns, but he has a great season. Jalen Waddle had a great season. Um, and, and, you know, Amon Ross St. Brown, obviously a great season as well. Let's break and we'll bring up some of the other ones. We'll bring up some of the other ones. I know you're getting ready to bring it. We want to talk best value. We want to talk bust and best waiver wire pickup as well. And we'll give a lot of love to your boy, Cordero Patterson. Mean Streets continues here on Game Plus Network. Continuing to talk some fantasy football awards. George, Cowboys winning it all. You're welcome, Meanie. <laughs> yes, uh, now we know the Cowboys are not winning it all. Uh, Gildan, <laughs> you think the Cowboys win in the Super Bowl too, dude? Uh, that's that's your pick? Are you, you're a Cowboys fan? Or are you being a homer here? You're actually uh, you're buying into to Dallas? Oh, no, he's for man? real. He talks he's to me on real, the side eh? about this. Yeah, no, yeah. And he believes in Mike McCarthy. I, I Listen, I express my concerns. He's ready to be heard again. That's all I could say. Shout out to Michael. Interesting. Scott. Interesting. Uh, no, I, I do. I do like their squad. I, I really do. I think their defense has improved certainly, uh, but I don't know, man, if they're, uh, if they're going to get it done, not going to be my pick. All right. So what do you got next? What do we got next for awards? You can, whatever, whatever way you want to go. We got values. We got bus. We got waiver wire pickups. We got three more here. To uh, let's start with the good before we get to the bus. We'll go, uh, let's go best waiver wire. You know, we'll go best yeah. waiver wire before we go value. Cause they kind of, you know, the waiver wire and value could be viewed the same, right? An undrafted free agent is still a value, right? But uh, this is tough. I know we want to give love to Cordero Patterson, but it's hard to ignore what Elijah Penny's numbers look like when he plays. And I love Hunter Renfro. I, I kind of want to hear your take on this because you're asking me to pick one of my favorite children right now. Because I know. I, like, this, I this is really for you. Yeah, this <laughs> this is for you. So Cordero Patterson, he ends up finishing as wide receiver nine or running back eight, right? In Yahoo leagues, he had the dual eligibility. I considered a running back, but you know, wide receiver as well uh, in Yahoo leagues. He kind of cooled off down the stretch, but you picked him up. You know, you you didn't pick him up to be your your star player if you had like a, a decent team and you picked him up as like your flex or you rolled him in as like a a bi-week uh replacement or just like a you know an rb2 if you were in a tough spot you were super thrilled with what you got from cordero patterson but what i will say is down the stretch he was pretty quiet like week 10 four points didn't play week 11 but then he bounced back and had 25 points in week 12 but in the playoffs he was very disappointing for you he had three points in week 15, he had seven in week 16, and he had six in week 17. For Elijah Mitchell, and Elijah Mitchell, like to your point, this guy, when he played, 
he was great. A lot of people were spending all their their bucks. Fab, 100% on Elijah Mitchell. Uh, we saw seven points in week five. We saw 16, 19, 10, 9 from week seven to 10. Then he suffered an injury, didn't play week 11. Then he came back and got his roll back. 27 carries, 133 yards in week 12. 25 points, 15 points in week 13, but then he disappeared. He suffered the injury. Now we can't, we don't want to fault him for getting hurt, right? But at the end of the day, we're splitting hairs here. He didn't play week 14, 15, and 16. So he kind of let you down. I had him in one of my leagues, week 17 championship. Great. It was fantastic, but I needed him uh, in other spots down the stretch. Then your guy, Hunter Renfro, who finishes wide receiver 14, eight for catches with 99 catches. I think I got to give the award to him. You also got Dalton Schultz in there, who was a, a you know a fantastic. You know we're talking Cowboys, obviously a little bit earlier, uh, but he was a fantastic. He really was a really good wide receiver or a really good uh, fantasy football pickup. He finishes tight end number four on the season. Over the last four weeks, he was tight end number four as well. He finished with six touchdowns and 75 grabs. And you want to talk consistency. I mean, this guy in the last couple of weeks, you know, 16, 18, eight fantasy points. But dude, don't we got to give this to Hunter Renfro? I mean, this guy was, he was straight up disrespected early. Nobody really even wanted to pick yeah. him up. And then we saw him take off when Darren Waller uh, was away from this team. And man, terrific route runner. Great, great hands. Man, he's a he's a really good slot wide receiver. I want to give it to Hunter Renfro. I just it's hard for me not to give the respect to Patterson only because yeah, we we foresaw his decline coming. He kind of spelled it out for us, right? And I rode mm-hmm. with him in a couple of leagues. It, it was my own fault, right? He he underperformed. He scored some touchdowns along the stretch, but his numbers were not what they were earlier in the season. But he kind of changed the game. I, I think we referenced this. We we really didn't see an RB wide receiver eligible player. I mean, he that existed for him in years past when he was with the Bears and he was a kick returner, but it didn't really matter and take over and change the the landscape of fantasy. Debo never got that eligibility and he easily could have. I, I just want to touch on Elijah Mitchell for one more second because the guy played 10 games and was almost a thousand yards, a thousand yard rusher. That's now I know it's a pro- I know that's a product of the offense, but that's insane. And he had two games, back to back games with 27 carries. Then he had 22. And then when he came back, he went right into a 21 uh, attempt game against Houston this last game out. Um, that's not easy to handle that workload, especially as a oh. rookie. The guy almost had 20 carries four other times where he had 19, 17, and 18 twice. Um, again, he's a rookie. That's the biggest thing I'm looking at here. I mean, the guy was a rookie, and we're going to get in the bus. And if we want to segue this to bus, I know Let's I didn't necessarily say it, but when you talk about a guy who was hyped and overdrafted, in Trey Sermon, right? Knowing what you were getting out of Trey Sermon, anyone who anyone who drafted Trey Sermon and didn't pick up Elijah Mitchell, I'm sorry. Thoughts and prayers yeah. and condolences <laughs> to your fantasy season because seeing that unfold must have been gut-wrenching. Just gut-wrenching. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah, good call. Elijah Mitchell played 10 games and finishes RB26 uh, from a point-per-game standpoint. This guy was, um, you know, a high-end RB2. Uh, yeah, so Trey Sermon, nobody was talking about Elijah Mitchell heading in. I think maybe Ray, uh, her guy Ray, was, was talking about him a little bit. Uh, but Trey Sermon... RB27 was his ADP draft, and he finishes RB93. The guy wasn't even really considered when Elijah Mitchell went down. There was one game against the Eagles where he he 
touched the ball towards the end after uh, Mostart was hurt and then Hasty was hurt. Uh, Jeff Wilson was already sidelined. And then Elijah Mitchell went down in week two and Sermon touched the field towards the end of the game and then he suffered a concussion. So unfortunately for him, but he really wasn't part of the plans. The Niners moved up to draft this guy <laughs> and it was their sixth round pick in Elijah Mitchell who they rode and they will ride here uh, this weekend and maybe into the playoffs. Allen Robinson was drafted as wide receiver 12 on average. He finished as wide receiver 90. I tried to leave off guys who were hurt, uh, so you're not going to see any, you know, CMC or Saquon in here. Uh, but Allen Robinson, I know he missed a little bit of time with some injuries, but it didn't matter, man. He wasn't doing anything inside this offense anyways when he was active. Robbie Anderson was drafted as wide receiver 30. He finished as wide receiver 56. He actually had a couple decent games down the stretch. And then your guy, Kenny Galladay, wide receiver 31, finishes 83 and finishes 2021 with zero touchdowns touchdowns but uh, you're gonna give it to sermon i'm gonna give it to alan robinson i'm gonna give it to alan yeah. robinson uh is a guy who finishes a top 10 wide receiver in each of the past two seasons with poor quarterback play i still think he's a terrific wide receiver uh his value he's gonna be very valuable next year especially if he's on another team i think i'll be interested in him but he's not gonna be drafted as top 30 wide receiver i don't think if he's a member of the chicago bears uh maybe next year we're talking about him being a value it's possible but that that's my vote for Allen Robinson uh Patterson this year reminds me of Justin Forsett who broke out uh that season yeah this is a decent comparison okay. he, he did Ravens break out a couple back. years ago uh let's quickly do the next one because okay. we want to break and get your NBA picks and NHL picks let's unless there was something else you wanted to add no best value Debo Samuel I don't care what anyone says <laughs> <laughs> no James Conner James Conner and Leonard Fournette the thing is in fantasy running backs mean so much right it's so valuable um, and, and, you know, people were viewing Rojo higher than Leonard Fournette. I know you have the numbers on where they got drafted. James Conner signed a one-year deal. People were high on Chase Edmond from last year. He also didn't get the respect he deserved. But Debo coming off an injury, everyone forgot about him. And the guy ended up turning into, you know, the 49ers running back when Elijah Mitchell, who we showed love, um, went down. So, I, you know, where I got Debo, I had him in pretty much all my leagues, every league that I lost in the semifinals with respectfully. Um, you know, I had him on the team and even the dynasty team I have. Uh, that one at all, I had Debo as well. So that was a powerhouse. But, dude, I think people slept on him. I think they forgot how good he was. The Super Bowl run that the 49ers had, he was a key part of that. And I don't really know why he slipped up, but I guess the same could be said uh, for Fournette and Connor. And if we want to show love, I don't know why Mike Williams is on the list. I love Jalen Waddle's value, too. I don't know why Mike Williams is on the list. I respect Mike <laughs> Williams' game. I just... I don't know. I don't think he compares to the other four guys there. I, I, I there was a couple that I left off that you know I could have put on. I mean, could have put Hunter Renfro on, who was drafted as a wide receiver ninety nine, but not yeah. drafted in most standard leagues and high stakes leagues. He was drafted as a wide receiver ninety nine. We just talked about him being a, a top fifteen wide receiver. Uh, Michael Pittman. People are taking Paris Campbell over this guy. Yeah. Michael Pittman was drafted around wide receiver forty five. He finishes a top twenty five wide receiver. I missed the Island Boy comment. Yeah, I love George for <laughs> uh, the graphic that he had for for Robinson or I. Uh, or for um, Robbie Anderson. Yeah, was, Robbie Anderson. <laughs> so here's here's the value. We'll just quickly roll through this. Fournette was drafted as running back 36. He finishes as RB5. James Conner, RB38, <laughs> finishes as RB7. Debo Samuel, oh wide receiver God. 35, finishes as wide receiver 2. Mike Williams, wide receiver 44, finishes as wide receiver 17. Jalen Waddle, wide receiver 43, finishes as wide receiver 19. I'm with you. It's Debo, but I really want to give a lot of love to Leonard Fournette. Leonard Fournette yeah. was a beast this season. He really was. Ronald Jones was drafted over him. I was talking about fading everybody in the Tampa backfield because you just didn't know 
Uh, Fournette was a baller in full point PPR leagues. He was catching a lot of passes um, and he just had some monster games, right? This Buc- Bucks offense was throwing the football quite a bit, but he was also finding the end zone uh, when they got near the goal line and he had a lot, a lot of catches and it looks like playoff Lenny is, is going to be back. It does sound like he's going to be ready to go for people um, were you know, advising to round. draft Giovanni Bernard over Leonard Fournette at one point. I'm just going to bring that up. We don't name names, but that was, sad. we don't name names. We do have to break. <laughs> I got some NHL picks and Tino's got a lot of NBA picks as well. So mean streets mm-hmm. continues here on game plus. Welcome back to mean streets. Got two more segments here. Some NHL and some NBA. A ton of NBA action. Tino will let you have the mic, dude. What are you thinking here in the association? You have been red hot, sir. Yeah, I, I'd love to continue to cash some bets in the first half for my own sanity so they don't come down to the wire like the Celtics game and my heart gets shattered immediately after hitting a bet. I went into this thinking I was going to have no picks, and here I am with just way too many picks. So uh, I'm betting the board. It's Friday. Let's have some fun. Uh, it's not payday, but let's treat it as such. As you see on the bottom of the ticker, I don't even know where to begin here. I'll start with the Bucks ne- uh, nets game. I will be in attendance at that game. I will be counting to 10 every time Giannis is shooting a free throw at that game. And I also want to note that the line is way too high. If I actually did have a gameplay on this in terms of the spread, I'd probably take the Bucks plus four and a half. But I understand why the line is the way it is because the Bucks lost two in a row and a full-strength Bucks team two games ago lost to the Detroit Pistons at home. So I don't need to get into that. It's just all of a sudden they lost that game. Giannis was out the next one, and now he's well-rested for the Nets. So the Bucs want this one. They kind of need this one. They'll be even if they win it. The key to the Bucs winning, though, is Chris Middleton. It's why they were able to beat the Nets um, in the postseason. It's how they've handled them very well in the past. So I have two things here. I love his over at 21.5 points, and I'm actually sprinkling here. My best bet in this right now is Middleton over 21 and a half points but Middleton to get a double double in the 10 games he played last season against the Nets he had a double double five times at plus 650 for a guy who's gotten it 50 percent of the time that just sign yeah, me up yeah. you gotta bet it you gotta bet it all yeah. right and, and most of those in the postseason sure but he did it in the regular season as well so I love that and no Drew Holiday there's supposed to be no Drew Holiday today obviously right. these things get wishy-washy we'll, we'll wait and see everything there's a bunch of guys out it does they sound like he's point. out yeah yes so that is what it is. So I'm there. And then the the way the Nets win is Kevin Durant, right? So I'm going to take KD uh, 35 plus points. Shout out to him now crossing that 30 point threshold per game. He's leading the league in that 35 doesn't seem that far above average. And then eight rebounds, something he should do plus 360 there. I think that's good value. We're going to go Houston Rockets plus 120 at home against your Dallas Mavericks. The Rockets are weird. They're not very good, but they had a span uh, earlier in the season when after they lost a million games in a row, they won a million games in a row. Dallas is supposed to be without Luka. They're still without Kristaps. Houston at home, they won one. Uh, they won the last time out. I think they can get on a roll, plus 120. This could change. We saw it with the Pelicans last night. I, I think this is something that come game time, they might be favorites. The Cavs. Cavs minus six. Six seems like a lot for me, but Portland is without uh, Damian Lillard. Last time oh, these yeah. two played, last time these two played, Lillard is the only reason that game stood close. And it was neck and neck. Six might be too many points here, but without Damian Lillard, I, I like the Cavs. I know the Cavs are banged up, but they've been great against the spread. This is a good spot for them, and they've been good on the road. So that's the one real game play I'm going to go with. I got plus money. I've been really good on these player props. I'm hoping to get this one as well. 
Um, plus money on Anthony Edwards over five and a half rebounds, plus 110. This is pretty much his average. Uh, they just played. He got to five points. They're playing a home and away back to back. We need him to get one more. He had five steals in that game. Maybe if he doesn't do it, uh, you know, before they shoot the ball and just decides to crash the boards and said, we'll get this pretty easily. But I like his over there. And then Lonzo Ball returns today. You shop this number at uh, the FTM Bets Prop Shop. This is similar to the John Morant bet I had yesterday. Similar price, minus 140s. This is minus 148 over four and a half assists. I don't think this guy's gotten under four assists all season. Uh, it's four, five, four, five, and then he crushes it and gets like nine, ten. I love it. I think that's a fucking, well, part of my French blur nope, it out. Nope. I think that's a lock. <laughs> I think that's a lock. Um, and that's my best bet. So that's where I'm at there. <laughs> I was looking at all of his assists. Like, yeah, I was looking at that one when you when you had it on the board and all the. I mean, this guy at ball. I mean, he's he's a he's a assist machine, man, across yeah. the board. And Gillen checks in with the Simons. Man, we've been playing him quite a bit over at uh, FTN Daily for the NBA. He has been absolutely his price is starting to move up. Mm. He's been a bit chalky, but man, he's been pretty pretty impressive as well. I love it. All right, we'll come back and we got only two games in the NHL, but we got a couple props to talk about. Don't go anywhere. We're still on the air, so one more final segment here. Uh, NHL picks, only two games on the ice. Tino, let's bring up uh, the board here. So I'm riding with the Carolina Hurricanes in 60 minutes. I got a win in regulation. Uh, we got a Calgary team who played last and got spanked against Tampa, so a tough back-to-back. You know, I am a little nervous at Markstrom's between the pipes, but, Car- but Calgary is, you know, they got crushed by Florida. They got crushed here by Tampa. So here we go, taking Carolina in 60. Uh, Washington and St. Louis, I'm taking the over six and a half here. Washington has played the over in six of the past nine games, and the Blues have played the over in four straight games. Braden Shen is my guy here tonight. Over one and a half shots. Shen, uh, he, you know, he's coming in pretty hot. I mean, he's only played one game since he's been back, but if you look at his past few games, uh, you know, he's got back-to-back games of multi-points. He's got four points over his last five games. So for him to get a point here tonight is plus 135 and for somebody here who had two shots in his return he has at least two shots in four straight games taking the over his one and a half shots at minus 115 and then Tivo Teravainen is the one hurricane I will roll with that's plus 104 over at DraftKings for three shots Aho and Sveshnikov are just juiced to the over I don't love it and for Alex Ovechkin here to have an assist tonight he has 26 assists on the season including eight in his last 11 games. I'm really in. I think we'll see a lot of goals from Washington and St. Louis, and that's the way I am going to attack it from a DFS standpoint. Everybody have a fantastic Friday. We will have some picks and some props live at our FTN YouTube page as well. And don't forget, the Sunday morning betting show over at FTN is absolutely free. Myself, Elliot, Chris, and Matthew Friedman will roll through week 18. Have a good one. We'll talk to you soon. Cheers. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.